Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where, where nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. And you know what it be, your same comadres here in studio, coming to you live from the Salinas, beautiful... California, 831. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we are super excited to be in studio today because we have our first guest of the new year. Yes. yes. And not yeah. only, but the most talented motherfucking Ariel the Mar. Ariel Mar. The Ariel Mar. There we go. The Ariel Mar. I love it. Ariel, Ariel, Ariel. Oh, yeah. Mar, Mar, Mar. Mar, Mar. <laughs> I was thinking like soccer. <laughs> Sorry. <Cool>. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, we had to bring Ariel onto the show because she's been doing dope things since I could fucking remember because I've known you for, like, ever. And she's been talented, always drawing. She always... And I always say this because you're a lefty. And I feel like the lefties... You always say this. Yes, I always <laughs> say this. The lefties are the most... with this. Yeah, yes. the most, like, smartest, talented people that I know. And I... You're talented, obviously, and you're one of my best friends. So yes. I'm like, I'm like low key smart. <laughs> it's like talented and smart. then smart. Yeah. <laughs> Super talented. My dad is off to a lefty, and the gripe that I or the like a grief, I mean, that uh-huh. I always give lefties, and I was like, it's all right. Lefties have rights too. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I d- I get super uh, sensitive because I've just always struggled with my left and my right. Mm-hmm. Like you tell me go right, and I always. I could, I like to go left, <laughs> and then people are like, "Do you know your rights and your left?" I'm like, "Please leave back up." Yeah. <laughs> you what know, six feet, bitch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Left, no, in the I gotta now, do man. this thing, you know. I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> you put your hands up. That's the right. Little squirt that that says this, yeah. L. Yeah. <laughs> Save my life, honestly. As a six year old, I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> you know what? How I learned it is because I would often get confused with like the compass and which mm. one I still don't know how to read what, that like <laughs> west and east yeah and you know how I learned it? I'm all looking like yes that's the one that saved me Tupac <laughs> Biggie's <laughs> from the east and Tupac's from the west <laughs> oh wow well that's you know good. what that's actually a good way to and like the, yeah know the differences the right left there. and right because I would we were obviously looking at it on United States map so uh-huh. I was like okay east coast <laughs> on <laughs> and I then like I learned it. that like the east coast was on the right hand yeah. side and that's that's first I learned yeah. west and east and then that helped me to distinguish <laughs> left from right I like uh, Biggie Smalls being like the east coast don't go there yeah. I live there <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college I did a study abroad program and um, one of the girls that I became close with she was from New York and um, she did have that accent she did have that Coffee like that. I like that. Sorry, she, I get excited. Yeah, she did say coffee. She was from uh, Brooklyn. Oh, was where oh, she, she grew up. Yeah, so okay. she had that that thing. So it's like, like pop. Yeah, exactly. She would say things like that. She's like everyone's got roaches. Like yeah, like, you know. Like, <laughs> she say water. It's like uh, water. Yeah, it's like. But that, it's I say it, and when I say it in my head, it sounds a certain way. But then when other people hear it, they're like, "You sound totally Jersey." And then I'm like, all right, you're probably right. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyhow, we were in London and I remember we walked into this fish and chips place and this guy was like, where are you guys from? You know what I mean? Obviously yeah. native to there. And she's like, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm living in L.A. And he was like, Biggie, Tupac. Nice. <laughs> 
Oh, really yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's the other big Biggie Tupac reference Carol. that comes to mind. Yeah. Okay, so of you're course Tupac, they would do that. She's Biggie. Yep. <laughs> so because I was, I was works, like, yeah, honestly. I was living in LA at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm living in LA. And just like on Combadre's episode, we always go off topic. So thank you for listening to yes. our TED Talk a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love that we always do that, dude. On a rare. Yeah. I mean, who cares? We always do that. Si no le gustan, pues ya. Anyways. En, pues, <laughs> ¿Para qué nos invitan? Si ya, ya saben exactly, cómo nos Exactly. Anyhow. It's okay. Anywho. It applies. So I was just in New York right now. I was like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, what were you doing in New York, girl? No, no. I mean, like, you're, from your story. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but I did, I did go to New there. York. <laughs> Mentally yeah, there. There you go. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you took me to a place. <laughs> <laughs> Accent, hot dogs. You were feeling it, right? <laughs> street food. I feel you. I feel you. Anyhow, oh, we food. brought you on because you are a super dope, talented artist. Yep. And there's been some super dope things that you've been doing in and around Salinas. We've mm-hmm. been so fortunate to, as of COVID, essentially have you back because you are a Salinas native. Mm-hmm. You were living in Los Angeles. You came back over this way and we just like cannot get enough of what is happening. So I yep. want to like say it all, give all the news, yeah. but that is a topic. It all. I like it. It's <laughs> way cooler that way than inside yeah. my own head. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's it. Keep going. <laughs> So, yeah, part of being a good interviewer Mm -hmm. is to let the interviewee talk. So... Sorry, I thought that was funny because, girl, you always be talking. I love it. (laughs) Just interrupt, girl. It's okay. It's okay. It's your birthday month. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Exactly. It's my birthday month. Exactly. That's, yep. Gifts accepted all month long. There you go. (laughs) What is it? Gifts, dinners, and flowers accepted all month long. Please and thank you. I like flowers. I love flowers. My mom made me the most beautiful arrangement for Valentine's Day. Oh, sweet. She was the only person that gave me flowers. That's what moms are good like that. Dude, and it was, but they're gorgeous. I beautiful arrangement there's like this gorgeous piece of eucalyptus mm. it's honestly oh, the pretty. month to like feel loved mm-hmm. it's yeah. the month of the amor y la amistad uh-huh yep yeah it is Black just like our month. last episode that we talked about the five languages exactly yep. but tell us ariel yes. and, and give us the quick rundown of like the how it started why you started i heard you say you like you started kind of drawing like at six or was it before that you always had like an eye for, for oh painting? yeah oh you want to know what's cool I can tell you guys some stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah. Hey. That is definitely cool. <laughs> um, my family is from Salinas. Uh, but when my mom was got pregnant with me, she went uh, to she went south. About around the age of six, I lived in uh my mom managed a hotel and I lived we both lived in the hotel in Calipatria, California, which is like on the border. Pretty much on the border of Mexico. It's really, it's like 10 miles from Mex- Mexicali. Yeah. My mom had a little hotel there. It was like two-story pink hotel. It's just like the most, honestly, like if I go to the center of my heart, let me just go there real quick. Go there. <laughs> on, on, yeah. On Comales. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is the place. <laughs> um, whatever you want. There's a two-story pink hotel in the middle of the desert that I lived in as a six-year-old. And I was alone there with my mom. And I would, like, follow the housekeeping in the mornings. I was following everyone around. I was always bothering everyone. Um, So I think a way that I kept myself busy and distracted was, like, by 
drawing and painting like as a little as little kid <laughs> and I would sit in the patio furniture and it was really cool because a lot of the guests I can remember were like the first art instruction that I would have mm-hmm some random person would be walking by and was like, oh, you're using this little watercolor set. You know, if you mix these two colors, you can get this color. Or like Mm -hmm. I had crayons and I remember someone being like, oh, like what's really fun with crayons is like the pressure. Like you could apply a lot of pressure or you could apply a light pressure and get like this kind of different feeling Mm -hmm. and effect. And these things just like made such an impression on me. From a young kid, I could remember them on almost like crystal clear memories really nice also in the desert it, there's warm rain which i'm a big fan of i would walk outside all the mm. time when it rained oh, i love that barefoot yeah. oh so and then nice. it's the desert so like the earth smell you get yes. the earth smell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like, like um my mom that. just every year she probably brings up because i tell her i want to make like a book about this space this place this mm-hmm. memory this feeling so she's just always pressing me but you know i just turned 30 i try to remind her like one thing at a time, because honestly, I did so many things. <laughs> so at the age of six, that's when you really knew, like, how you like to draw. Like, that was your thing. Or, like. Yeah. And you know what's cool? I also, also I remember being in summer school. Uh-huh. And there was a TA, and he was, like, a little 16-year-old kid, but he was, like, a graffiti artist. And he oh, taught okay. me how to write my name in block letters. Uh-huh. And so, like, the, the two things I remembered first drawing are flowers and letters. Mm-hmm. And those are, to this day, like, the two best the two things I'm best at, which is cool because what I tell my students like when I teach art is yeah. like the more you do something, the better you get at it. Like the more you draw, it's okay to like copy and like look mm-hmm. at stuff because you're yeah. recording. It's like a memory, a yeah. muscle. So like letters and flowers, I can just draw in my sleep now, you know, like just mm-hmm. it's just like I've gone so used to it, you- but I can relate it back to that time time. and I was so young that that is what you're most known for as well in your art no to be honest I mean as I consider myself like still developing there's like I'm just not now starting to see like themes and like patterns in my work I try to remind people of that like you know artists uh (laughs) it takes like a whole lifetime to build art your art yeah yeah and it's like a language it's your own language you know and you can't really have context for an artist until you can see that whole thing and it's such a it's such a thing like I mean when I first went to art school and I was developing like so much so quick I felt like I was um everything I was making even though I was learning so much everything I was making I hated like everything I was putting out was like not what I wanted even though I was applying what I was learning. But I knew that I just had to push through. It's like bad ideas. Like maybe as a writer, like, you know, as any kind of creative form, you have to yeah. you have to get all that out. So And then it takes you to better places. Yeah. You know? That. And too many young artists, like students, they get, like, discouraged. Like, you know, it's not the vis- what they have in their mind, and they're mm-hmm. just, like, they not give up. Not able to create mm-hmm. that. And I'm just, like, honestly, truly, you have to push through that. You know, put something ugly on paper that you hate and then move on from it you know yeah for sure good life lesson too like you know (laughs) yeah it's patience Um, because you have a lot of it when it comes to drawing because i'm like jesus but let's go back a little bit so it was around six years old and you're saying these are like the first (coughs) excuse me like art instructors that you have or like you know the first memories that you can remember like drawing and stuff when did you move to salinas when i was in third grade i was is that um, when you came yeah i thought it was second grade third grade 
So oh, like okay. nine years old? Nine, I was eight. It was like, um, I think I was eight. So it had such an impression on me. Like I had a, my mom was like a single mom. She was young. My mom had me, she was 19. So like by the time I was eight, she was 27. Mm-hmm. She was here before I was born, you know, but she kind of retreated to have me. And like we had our own time. And that time is, it's so unbelievable what a strong impact like that, just that like seven or eight years had on me with my mm-hmm. mom, like, you know, just developing. Just her, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't have any family out there or anything? It was just you and her? There was some of her family, mm-hmm. but it was, my mom was, is just like super stubborn, wants it, and like, <laughs> it's, it's want and also like had to, mm-hmm. like, but like just do everything on her own. And yeah. she just like, yeah, it's really cool. And I'm really proud of how much she's done in her life. Um, But it's fun because I think of like a time when she was like, I was like four or five and she was like, just had to sit down with me like one on one and was like, hey, this isn't going to work unless we're a team. I need you to be here with me. <laughs> and like, So I just had that kind of responsibility real young. Mm-hmm. And then we came to Selena's when I was in the third grade. The first day we showed up here, my mom was like, you're going to school. Well, she packed, moved in our house and everything. So I showed up in the middle of the school year. And I think you were in my class, Jackie. In third grade, was it Miss Jones? Miss Crook. Were oh, you? I was no. Miss Jones, yeah. But oh, I do okay. remember hearing about a new girl at school. I'm so, ah, I'm so embarrassed, but I also love the story. Like, I was in an all blue windbreaker. Uh-huh. I had short hair. Everyone thought I was a boy. <laughs> and like the second, and like that first recess, I wanted to play kickball with like the sixth graders. Uh-huh. And I remember like Chapo and Luis, our friends, hated me like day one. They were just like, <laughs> really? Who? They hated you? Yeah. I, little Luis with a little mushroom haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and Chapo with like his little blonde like, bangs. Yes. Hated me. He, Just we became friends know, in detention. Yeah, we, Ariel and me, have known each other since elementary. That's why we're like just talking shit about these guys. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I hate them because they say I walked into the classroom. And I swear this didn't happen, but they say that I walked into the classroom and I was like, hey, everybody. Like, super annoying. No. I really? would never do that. <laughs> I can't see you doing that. Well, I may be maybe can. a young Ariel, maybe a young Ariel, embarrassing. No, yeah. not so embarrassing. They, so they were like, "Oh, we hate her. <laughs> we don't like her." Oh my Until God, I yeah. could like play sports, and then they were just like, oh, "All right, fine. yeah." What <laughs> brand tracksuit did you have on? Do you remember? Adidas, baby, <laughs> maybe for love, dude. <laughs> they were Nike fam. We always maybe fought about Insync and Backstreet Boys. Hella jealous <laughs> of the three stripe fit. Maybe that's what it was. I did look sick. But I did also yeah. look like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought pictures. I have pictures. I know. Ooh, you're I have, have a lot of pictures. I don't have any. No. <laughs> oh my god. Bitch, no. you're gonna have to find those. Dig them out. I, of I do. Well, now that we're are. gonna be moving, mm-hmm. I will find them because I have a picture of you, me, and Omira back in oh, science camp. Omira. Yes. Y'all went to girl. science camp. We Y'all were fancy. We went to oh my camp. gosh, we went to science camp. We made people cry. Yeah. I went back as a. I went back as a counselor. Did People still cried. We were bunked together, huh? Cried. Yeah, we had the same we had the same the bunk. cabin. Yeah. Oh, God. That, Where did. did you guys go to science camp? Santa Cruz? Mount Hermon. Yeah. yeah. I only know that because I went five years ago as a counselor. That's, oh, that's cool. cool. And this kid like got mad at me because I kept tripping him. And I and I get that's messed up. I know. And that was I, only five years I just ago. Liked, I liked him, I guess. <laughs> a lot of growth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was cool. We played basketball. It's just like trying to mess with him. 
<laughs> things in my face and having <laughs> <laughs> my technical difficulties here. that was funny Ariel's okay. a wanderer. i'm good at getting off track too i'm sorry what no, your, can we sorry. do what's your your sign aquarius sun aquarius moon yeah virgo like, rising how the hell i see that how do you know it all dang co-star girl, good me bitch Let's i need to find it. you be my friend okay i got you <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I don't have any crystals in my bra today. That I makes took me mine so out. Sad. I have my clear quartz and it was in my bra. Bring so. me some for my studio. <gasps> bitch, mm. yes. I'm sorry. I say bitch. <laughs> I, I, I started doing that a lot too. I brought her um, a bottle for her studio. That's Very why I nice. the studio. Yeah. It was like flavored vodka. Ooh. Yeah, mm. I, I want to try that. Yeah, I brought it to my tia's house. I was like, me and you. Yeah, <laughs> what's good? Right now. <laughs> yeah. So, elementary, you came into third grade. You exactly. drew. You did stuff what, too. What we have to talk about our Oh, Monterey Park. Oh, okay. Monterey yeah, Park, see, right here. Fancy girls. We went to the nah. south side. Mm, yeah, yeah, you think I fancy. went to elementary school on the east side. Yeah. What's up, Sherwood Sharks in the <laughs> building? You feel me? <laughs> Everyone Wood from Street, Sherwood Sharks would beat east us up for sure. We know that. <laughs> That's true. No, but, um, uh, but you know, we got bust in too. I mean, not me. I lived down the block, but like my school was my favorite thing I would talk about in LA is like growing up in Salinas. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are mean here. It's what I love. Yeah. It's what I miss. It's Kids like, are mean. Yeah, so mean. they are mean. I remember being picked on in elementary. Yeah, it was ruthless, especially yeah. our friends like Chapo, you, full. And Luis. <laughs> <laughs> That's who we're talking about. Yeah, you. We're going to tell them this is the episode, guys. Just we're listen to this. mean. <laughs> they were yeah, chopping with the to bully. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh, and you uh, were friends with these people? I wasn't friends. I wasn't friends time. with him at the time. They were my best friends. <laughs> they were her best friends. <laughs> they would tell me I had a mop on my head every day. <laughs> That's true. I remember things like Donkey Face, Mustache Maria, uh, <laughs> like Cry Baby, <laughs> who, I don't know, Is squid. that where sad girl? <laughs> Is that where your sad girl was born from? My the mop? No. no. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, we're all sad police. here. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, dude, they were. But now they're like our really good friends. Like that's and they're good dudes. You guys went to Washington. Yes, we, we went did. to Washington. Yeah. And then you know what's fun about that? They would tell me. I remember my Washington phase. I had like green gel in my hair. It was short. It was like mm-hmm. spiky. I was a little you know punk rock kid. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Spikes. I was all listening. Were you okay. straight edge? No, no. I knew. No. I knew myself <laughs> better than that. <laughs> can't commit to something like that it's crazy <laughs> i'm an artist after all <laughs> respect all you failed straight edge fools and the ones that made it i know no, i remember chapo and louis being like they wouldn't let me sit with them at lunch and they were like get out of here little punk rocker like they would say that uh-huh. and then in high school they started writing they started writing skateboards and listening to blink 182 and i was like are you kidding me <laughs> like, oh yeah that was the thing i do remember that they were all in, yeah i remember that back in high school in the little court yeah they used to do that stuff oh my god they all, oh, they all just got Santa Cruz sweaters and pretty much <laughs> boards and boards. yeah. They started like just feeling their Wearing heels, band I guess, shirts all yeah. the time. Yeah, band yeah, shirts. That That's when they got thing. sensitive for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what punk rock is. It's like, <laughs> okay, back to your art. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. It's my <laughs> bad. Too. All I love no, this. No, no, no. But I, it, it all plays in. It does. Like, it ties yeah, in. It goes in. There we go. I my art comes from Selena's. It is about Selena's. I had friends in L.A. tell me, like, you need to make your art. They would tell me, like, 
make art to a broader audience. Like, you focus a lot on Salinas. Like, it's and you're not. Like, Fuck you, bitch. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, first of all, it's kind of my right as an artist yeah. to make art about whatever I want to make it about. Uh-huh. It's just deep for me. Like, I just, even in art school, Everything I would make, it was because it was so different from ev- what everybody else had to bring. Mm-hmm. My grandma had a taco truck. I grew up like, I remember that. you know, here. I don't know, like lettuce field, the taquerias. Mm-hmm. Nothing kind of compared to it for Up me. Picado, the swap meets. So like, I just like yeah. made my art about that. I love to talk about it and... And, and people were interested yeah. and, you know, and it wasn't, it was different. It wasn't, you know, so I just... I gravitate towards that. Yeah, I would have friends tell me, like, you need let it go. <laughs> and I'd feel like, I can't. <laughs> let Just let you, me be. Let it go. <laughs> when did you realize your art was good? It feels more like I, like, gambled, sold my soul, and I was I didn't expect <laughs> to live this long. <laughs> I just kind of went for it. I went for it. Like, <laughs> I love this motherfucking interview. <laughs> no, but, like, I mean, to say, like, when, was there a point, like, in, like, that, like, so you started, like, when you were six. Is there a point? I mean, when you're, like, ten, you're not, like, oh, yeah, shit, when I I'm might a kid. do this for a living. You know? Yeah. But, like, in that, like, pre I got a shot at this. Early like, teen. Yeah time was there a no, moment where I you were like i think maybe i I, okay. I think i, I did have if, if anything i had imposter syndrome mm-hmm. like and i and that's why I, when you asked me earlier i was like i don't have that now but i did for a long time like even in high school and, like i was pretty successful in high school the yearbook had me they would uh excuse me from class to come make drawings for them I, I, like i would get out of a lot of like school assignments by giving art for yearbook or for classes i remember signs i used to fucking homecoming and shit like that oh i'm gonna like like say some i'm gonna say something right here a little beef real quick with some so in high school was it a female yes wait no 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 wait was it a cheerleader no 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 no. because i know someone hey Y'all went to Selena's high. I know yeah. we did. We I all went to Selena's high. Okay, well, so they girls? did like <laughs> they did an artist feature on me my senior year, like little little spotlight, senior spotlight. Oh, I remember that. I yeah. had a, I had like a two pages in there that was all about my art because mm-hmm. I used to paint on vans in high school, mm-hmm. and it was like MySpace era. It wasn't like yeah, blown yeah. up, you know. MySpace. So it was still kind of I don't know. I painted on vans. Vans did a little spotlight on me, and it was nice. cute. They said like little girl from the Steinbeck country, they said, or something like that, you know? She sent me some questions, I answered them, and I would say how I would get out of PE to go, like, paint something or, like, draw something. And she was like, hell yeah, like, skipping class to do art is tight. So anyways, I just remember uh, one of the yearbook girls told me I got featured too much in the yearbook, so she didn't put me on, like, the art gallery page. Who was a hater? <laughs> I'm not going to just, like, say that. but Write like, down her name. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just Spell like. It. What does it rhyme? What does it, it start with? It rhymes with nope. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. No. It does. Let's call her Karen. So Karen, no, that's not Karen was upset. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? Your, your art is highlighted too much in this yearbook. So I'm going to pull back. And I was like, that's cool. But I wasn't on the art page. I had my own art page, I but I wasn't I on the community because, art page. Yeah. And that made me sad. <laughs> that's yeah. ridiculous. I, rem- yeah. I can't believe I just brought that up, but whatever. We were talking about high school. <laughs> I remember that if it's the same person we're talking about, if it's the same person, because I feel I have a reason. It's a little suspicious, sneaky, sneaky. You gotta be sneaky, you know? Charlie. Sneaky. Because oh, that was a person I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the same situation like that with 
with upcoming but anyways it's about you anyways <laughs> i know i could totally like this is how i like to be in my studio by the way i have guests over and i just listen other people talk while i like work uh-huh. and i'm just like, oh we did that the I other like day that. oh yeah. really awesome. i need yeah. to go to your studio but Shout before we Edie. get to the studio anyhow <laughs> so in high school that happened like the whole i didn't i do remember vaguely about that that they did say that and i heard about it and that was like you doing the whole van thing you know and stuff like that and i did a lot i did like the senior sweatshirt i rem- and, and i never got one you didn't no i think i tried to get so, one it was sold out but vans did a feature on you yeah they had like a blog spot on myspace myspace i know i keep going away from yeah. the mic <laughs> they had a blog spot <laughs> on I myspace on pointing to the mic, guys. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm trying here i promise um <laughs> I'm like, um, I can't hear her. Yeah. No, but I, I, I mean, I didn't know that Vans had done a feature on you. Was that the first time you had gotten something that was more on Some like sort the of like national recognition? Yeah, yeah. yeah national. What type of piece did you do for them to recognize you, or what? Well, type she, of drawing? I did a few. There no, was no, like, like, um, the, I think the one they featured was like, well, I'd, I had done probably about seven or eight shoes at uh-huh. that time. So I had like some little Tom and Jerry shoes. I had oh, like cute. Alkaline Trio, which was like some band, and I had some Cherry Blossom, mm-hmm. whatever. Like the they classics, had all these, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I think something I knew I was going to talk about tonight is just like all these elements that come with uh, like being an artist. Mm -hmm. Oh, what I was going to say about imposter syndrome is I remember in high school, I would not call myself an artist because I just felt like it was so high up here. Like it was just something I looked up to so much Mm -hmm. that I couldn't didn't feel like I deserved that. But then I would meet people who are like, I'm an artist. And I'd be like, what the hell? Why am I? (laughs) I'm definitely a fucking artist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That um, shit would happen to me. Like, oh, but I remember I painted those shoes and I paint. I you know I spent like a whole weekend on some shoes with the cherry mm-hmm. blossoms and someone like oh I spilled spaghetti on my shoes. Could you f- fix them for me? Mm-hmm. And I remember like no, like no, <laughs> no you can't. Why'd you do that? I did all this work for that? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like spaghetti. <laughs> I was like, you have to live with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's your sounds like You're a personal like, problem. You know what? I'm in high school. Yeah, like I'm like a little worker over here, just like what is it? Bo Jackson. That <laughs> nobody was like responsible for myself. I can't even be responsible for my own breakfast. <laughs> yeah, like he well. couldn't. Yeah. He wanted you to be responsible for taking out those stains. Come on now. I know. I was Terrible. just like <laughs> Sorry, this is so cute. I love you, Ariel. But yeah. So so that was the first time you had gotten any type of like recognition or anything. Recognition then, right? Was the van spot. Yeah. That's cool. It, I mean, nothing really came of that. I I got the yearbook was like cool. It doesn't matter. At least you got recognized something like yeah. that. And that's yeah. that's fucking awesome. That's tight. It was cool. It's your work. When did being you shown decide off? that mm-hmm. you wanted to pursue art as a career? Or like college and stuff like that uh, in high school i was going to, to tattoo shops a lot my older friends <laughs> why no. do i want to say of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is weird actually <laughs> i had a lot of older friends who were getting tattoos and so i would go and i wouldn't get tattooed but i would just i really admire the craft mm-hmm. and also the work the the references i would sit there and just go through all the books on the shelves which learning like where ta- tattoo artists like draw from and and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but for some reason i mean it was a combination of things it was my mom telling me like you're 18 time to go <laughs> like i'm <laughs> like <laughs> i've done my job <laughs> you need to now figure mm-hmm. out your life I hadn't really considered too too much about it at that time so I, she was like either go to college or like something so i knew the only thing i ever did or cared about was art mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i 
I was like, okay, I'm going to just look up the most expensive and, like, highest school I could find. Mm-hmm. And there were a few. And I tr- I went and did a tour of, like, Art Center in L.A. and mm-hmm. in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And all the work that was that I saw from that school was, like, I couldn't imagine making myself. So it just really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And truly, there was nothing else for me. I can't imagine my life ever being anything else. anything else. I could work. And I have had to like work like nine to five a year straight or like just, you know, and I've done that where I don't produce any work or don't do anything creative. And it's just honestly not worth living for me. Like it just killed me, killed Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you're not happy. That's not what you're. Yeah. Like I was able to pay off a lot of things and I was able to like get myself to a place I needed to be. But Mm -hmm. like, um, were you happy? No. no. Yeah, and like exactly. I could do that. And it's like if you just wanted me to be able to be comfortable, like I know I could do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I've just always been on this mission. And I don't know what that's all about. I've just it just I've been in pursuit of something mm-hmm. for too long now that I can't imagine anything else. Yeah. And it's it started with cool. that art school for sure. And that was the one in L.A., right? That you went to Pasadena, you said? Yeah. What was the name of the art school? Art Center College of Design. Oh, it's like cool. a it's like a fancy school. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, pretty I re- well known. There's a lot of pretty famous it's, people that they've produced in yeah. different fields of Ooh, art. Ooh, it so. is a school. It's like very competitive. It was small when I went there. It's growing mm-hmm. now, but it was like uh, it's extremely competitive. My friend and I were one of my best friends I made there. We were like the two poorest people in class. And we were also always late and just like having of hard course, times so we were the mexican time <laughs> when, not just that but because I when do. you're poor you have to take the bus mm-hmm. and the bus sometimes is late yeah. or you miss it because your ass is late mm-hmm. or you have to work so you might have ran over on your shift or yeah. the mm-hmm. motherfucker couldn't get his drink order in on time and you're like <laughs> bitch i'm gonna get to class like i, I don't know school. you know what, what I mean? our problem so, was Problems. yeah we're always busy and we overbook but well, we would like we would oh man we didn't have laptops we would uh bring a pillow and a sleeping <laughs> bag and like uh work in the computer lab until like 4 a.m 5 a.m oh shit and it would be like packed and it would be hot and sweaty because just all those things and we just like sleep under the desk Isn't wake up at seven pandemic covid and stuff like oh my that, gosh right? i know that's so crazy now we're like oh my god i would never do that yeah <laughs> We'd like brush our teeth and get vending machine coffee and go to class. And all we cared about was art. All we cared about was making work. And he he was older than me. And he's kind of like my mentor. And Is that the was, homie you always post on your like, you know, the yeah, dude? Yeah, Ario. No, yeah. he's an Indonesian. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Ario to Joyo. Like, yeah, I, he, I'm trying to put like a name and a face together so I know who you're talking. I've never met the guy. my but, homie. Yeah, he seems like hella cool. We, were, we spent too much time together in that school. Mm-hmm. And we did so much work and he was great. He would just tell me all the time, like, if you're confused, if you're lost, if things don't make sense, just make work, just make work. That's Mm -hmm. your job. Just nothing's going to make sense until you make more and more work. Just keep working, you know, like you get all stressed out, you get in your head, just like put that aside and just make something because that's the only place. The only thing is that's going to get you where you're going is Mm -hmm. just keep creating. And it's true. Like the how far we both have come since then and then. I know like where we're going, you know, like because we have other artists as reference. It truly does take a lifetime. Yeah. Like I'm working right now to see where I'm going to be at when I'm 80. 
Like, you know, when you were in art school, what do you think was like the biggest takeaway from that that you got from art school? Like, would you recommend other people if there were like other artists listening? Would you recommend that they go to art school? No, I wouldn't, because I think I mean, yes, I would for the the learning how to discipline yourself as an Mm -hmm. artist, which I think Mm -hmm. is the number one thing artists struggle with because it's a whole different part of your brain, like learning how to be structured and have routine and discipline you know and like put in that work artists it's just that's not a natural artist kind of way you know we feel our feels and we create and we're inspired and there's all those things very vibey it's super vibey Mm -hmm. you got to be in the right mood the right mindset all that like so how do you turn that into a structure like that was the the value of that school 100%. Mm-hmm. But it was too much money. To pay to learn It that. makes me <laughs> angry. Angry. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, I had teachers be like, wait, you're from where? Go Salinas. And like, how did you end up here? And I'm just oh, like. Rude. Yeah, it was rude. Yeah. And I'm just like, That's you know, weird. like. Fuck you. you don't yeah, like, I just went I for from. it. Yeah. I, like, buried my soul in debt. Like, me, me and my mom. Thank <laughs> you, mom. But, like. <laughs> It wasn't an easy decision and it was hard and it's still hard mm-hmm. and it's not worth. I don't think it's worth it, but I do think it's worth it. But I'm more angry at the cost of it because mm-hmm. it's not hard stuff to learn. It's just access. You're paying for access to that information, that mm-hmm. knowledge, that training. It's not fair to me. Yeah. Um, and when we say fancy art school, we mean fancy art school. Yeah. Like, like the way I mean, I'm up there and and famous people want to get their kids into this art school. That's oh, yeah. Fantasy. That's the first time I experienced like, like privilege. And mm-hmm. I've never I've never and met or produced. known kids that rich in my life before I went there. Yeah. And I went there as a ripe 19 year old um, from Salinas. You Where were, were you living at the time? Uh, on a couch. I was not at all prepared <laughs> for what this school threw at him. This this school like whipped me into shape quick, and I I've struggled and I failed a lot in that school. And I but it's all learning experience now. I but mean, I wish I could go LA now you and like apply what I know now, but that just doesn't even make sense because they taught me everything. They changed my whole life. That school. Yeah. What part of LA were you living in? Um, the school's in Pasadena. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's on top of basically the Rose Bowl yeah. and the mountains. I was living in Glendale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was living in Glendale, which is right down the hill from the school. So I would go up the backside of like Chevy Chase, beautiful area. I had so many beautiful experiences in LA the past like 10 years. And I've lived in all, a lot of neighborhoods out there, mm-hmm. mostly East L.A., mostly Northeast yeah. L.A. While I you were down there in L.A., like, you know, going to college and, you know, trying to make it through it, was there anything like a big piece that you were working with, like for school, for a project or anything that you were super proud of? You're like, this is my shit. I'm going to get an A on it. Like, I'm going to pass. Yeah, you know, I, I did well in school, which was cool because. Mm-hmm. Were people hating? Of course. I you know how it, it goes. But like it it was just fun because like I was telling you earlier, things I pulled from is like my hometown. My honestly, one of the the best paintings I ever made is a painting of my grandma. Oh, and it's like her in her lonchera looking from the window perspective. Looking up, there's the tint of like the turquoise, the roof window thing, skylights, Mm -hmm. you know, everything's like this turquoise, yellow, green. And you're looking up at her and she's just got her apron and her hair. She's got a hairnet. Mm -hmm. Like 
she hated that painting of herself and I'm glad she was alive to see it, but she did not like it. (laughs) It wasn't, but that painting meant so much to me and, and it did well in my class. And I just, if I was so proud Mm -hmm. because I knew that like no one else in that classroom could knew what I was feeling or where it was coming from. And so it was special to them for that way. Like that is what art is, you know, if it like provokes, yeah, to share and like bring some, you know, I was really proud of that. All the work I made, I mean, one of my biggest projects, I made a fruit stand. I, like, built a fruit stand that was supposed to be a shop, a store for art, but it was made as a fruit stand, so I just painted, like, strawberries and artichokes and what else did I paint on there? Oranges, I think. Mm -hmm. But I just, everything I made there came from here because that's all I had to Mm -hmm. pull from. I was really proud, and it meant a lot. I was especially, like, proud or tickled when like other kids who came who like maybe they came from you know money big money Mm -hmm. and everything was like provided from them maybe they're talented and skilled and they could they could render the hell out of something or they can draft something like accurate precise measured but if you ask them to come up with something creative or meaningful they didn't have anything they didn't they would ask the teacher, please just tell me what to do and I can make it happen. Yeah. But they couldn't pull from them within themselves. Yeah. And that's like something me and my homie Ario just infinite. I couldn't just I I just, you know, it's inside Your life of me. Experience. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all my whole life and it's like still going. So I'm just still going, you know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I always say that about any the writing that I do, like all of my writing comes from like my own lived experience. That's the only thing that I know how to write about. And even yeah. when I write fiction, it was like because I something else I heard like on a bus or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so in some way it's connected to my life. Yeah. You know, even though maybe it's not about me all the time or inspired by or whatever. But yeah, so I really feel that um, when you say that, that like. Yeah, because if you're like a person who's able to communicate that, mm -hmm. it's like almost like your inherent job. You have to, Mm -hmm. you know, like you got to share that. If you're able to express that, if you're able to communicate that, if you're able to relate to that to other people, like then it's important. You know, it's meant to be shared and it's meant to be like felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Do you have you ever seen the movie or the show Hentified? Yes. Yeah. It's in Boyle Heights. Yeah. It's set in Boyle Heights, but she paints. <clears throat> yes. The artist mm-hmm. that sh- does all of the paintings. Yeah. I love that when character. You, yeah. Well, her, her, all of the paintings that that character does comes from one artist from, I believe she's from the greater LA area also. And she also has a lot of paintings that are like very inspiring inspired by that so when you were talking about like the taco truck and stuff like I just in my mind I feel like it's very much in the vein Mm -hmm. of like big shout out to East LA and Boyle Heights especially because I was there for a while and I was lucky to be included in like there's um an art center out there called self-help graphics yeah in boyle heights big work and it's commu- self-help graphics uh-huh. and they they do their whole focus is community art and accessibility oh, so they've cool. just like for the past like 30 40 years now, oh my god almost 50, since the 70s mm-hmm. they've been they had a mobile art studio where they went in uh-huh. like a truck to parks and libraries and like posted up for the community to show mm-hmm. you know 
And so that's their big emphasis. And I was lucky that they accepted me and like brought me in and they let me do some classes there and use their equipment. And, you know, because in a tight community like that, they're not open to gentrifiers or anyone outside of the community. I mean, I don't want to say that, but, you know, that is like true because that's something that was huge. That was happening, especially because it's being taken away from them left and right, left and right with the rail system coming in and the gentrification of Echo Park. It's like crazy. And they've been doing that work for decades Mm -hmm. and they've grown some amazing artists like LA art is on a whole other level, you know? Like, I came back to Selena's basically in the pandemic. I was hustling out there mm-hmm. my the best that I could. I had, like, four jobs, and I was teaching art, and I was doing community work, and I was I at remember, a private school. You were teaching here, too, in Ornery Park, the after school. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, remember because my friend's daughter was always talking about you, and I was, I was like, who are you talking about? I'm a good teacher. Yeah, That's what's like, fun. Yeah, she's <laughs> an art teacher. I'm like, hold on. Is this her? She's like, yeah, how do you know her? I'm like, dude, this is like, we're, we grew cute. up together. Like, she looked at me all weird, like, oh, like. Oh, I loved working with Monterey Park kids because they're just like so close in my heart, yeah. you know. They're so funny. They were, those kids were the best, but. Would you like come home in the summers and teach Monterey Park? Is that no, actually, was, like that was, that was my second opportunity teaching was at Monterey Park before, because mm. I had moved home after college oh, for like okay. two years. And then I went back to L.A. So Selena's was actually the one that gave me the opportunity for teaching. And Uh then I was able to go back with that experience and get more jobs. Gotcha. Yeah. But then when I came back this time, I was like, I just saw the lack of resources and like um, access Mm -hmm. programs or anything here. Honestly, Selena's. And I mean this as no disrespect for the active programs like Alice L Center of Fine Arts, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're doing the work like they've been, you know, the bread box, formerly like the bread box. Mm -hmm. And like, God, like we were just talking about how Beverly's is like shut down. That was like my art, the only art store I had like growing up. And so I just moved back and I just got real sad that there's not a lot out here for artists. And there's so many artists here like Mm -hmm. with that heart, with Mm -hmm. that drive, with that inspiration just flowing. It's a beautiful place. Selena's, I don't know what it is. I'm obviously biased. (laughs) Well, no, but actually there's something to be said about that because, you know, artists have come from all over the world to be here in Selena's and in Monterey County. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a beautiful land, the air. But and also like the people, man. Yeah, exactly. It makes me happy to be home. But people that weren't even from Monterey County Mm -hmm. or from Salinas like came here and were like very inspired and did very inspired work while they were here. For Mm -hmm. example, like Dali. Mm -hmm. Dali lived here for seven years, I believe it was. You know what I mean? There's like a lot of artists and like different medians. Frank Lord Wright had a lot of great things to say what he was commissioned to do a home in Pebble Beach. Like the pace of life here, like it's almost I don't know. It's almost like you can step. This is, I don't know if this is too much, but it's like you can step out of like a normal time. Or maybe I should say in LA, everything is like so fast paced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people are constantly going, going, going. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it stopped. And here it's not like that at all. People are really chilling. It's yeah. a nice place to chill. Like time, yeah. the days are long. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why it attracts artists. Yeah, because that's the kind of pace I love, like, mm-hmm. and I need it, honestly, because mm-hmm. I was, like, hustling and, like, grinding, like, I was busy, like, seven days a week, you know? Yeah. And and that's just trying to, like... Sling and craft beer. Float <laughs> and create. Yeah. They're too... To live. 
Yeah. Capitalism. Like I'm trying to and create make more money just to allow myself that time to spend in like a studio or space, creative space, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas here being home, I just have so much more time for that and it's it's way more valuable to me at this time of my life. I just I don't see the I don't really need to be in LA right now. Not to mention there's a pandemic. It's yeah, way yeah. harder. And that's what brought you back to Selena's. It's you know, last year, the yeah. Pandemic with everything going on, which a lot of people moved back here to Selena's, which they a were, lot of people. Yeah, yeah. you were yeah. LA, one of our we good friends from San Francisco. Andrea came back. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the pandemic did yeah. nice things. I mean, for the, the past year, yeah. like I feel like the past year for a lot of people has been like a so a healing yes people are like dealing with themselves Those in traumas, different ways yep. traumas like mm-hmm. things they've put off have been avoiding like all of that's been coming out this year people that are really awakening. dealing with themselves yep. their relationships their connections mm-hmm. like anything 2020 nice. even though it was a horrible year because of covid let's be honest but it really was a beautiful year because that's the year i can say for myself that i I found myself, you know, and a lot of people How think special. it's like a corny thing to say, but no, it's true. I went through a really like horrible spiritual awakening and it was, you know, because a spiritual awakening, we know it's not supposed to be good and all butterflies and rainbows over here, green grass laying down. Mm-hmm. Hell no, girl. If you don't see clouds in your spir- spiritual awakening with rain coming down and chillando you're not with all mascara, the way there yet, you're bitch. not all the way there. <laughs> you need to be in the corner with your hoodie on just crying. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Bye for no, you on that. you need to be surrounded by your girls with the hoodie on. Crying. Yeah, you need to go <laughs> yeah, circle. That place you're comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, I'm so glad that in a way, like, pandemic brought you back to us. And we have you here back in your beautiful hometown of Salinas. And obviously, like, we all know here, but that's where you started doing shirts more, you know, representing with the whole, like, you know, Black Lives Matter. And then I remember, like, I was stalking your Instagram. So, you know, the whole thing when you did on June 13th for the Black Lives Matter posters in um central park that's how you think a lot of people started recognizing who you were i think a little bit yeah. more since i came back yeah yeah, yeah it was like the the poster yeah. making pop-up events that you were <laughs> in doing. the park yeah 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 because yeah. yeah that was um and gorilla you know it's style. crazy because yeah it was gorilla style this <laughs> i love it i do too i love it it's like it's like our little like suburban version of like che guevara or like yeah. you know what i mean like it was so gorilla good. style it was shit. so good and like necessary and like yes. called for and i just like remember mm, i can't remember the quote is from but there was like this quote I read that was like, this is the, in times like these, this is when artists are supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you know, like, yeah, yes. this is our real too. work. Yep. Like, yeah. And I just remember being home feeling so helpless because it was so bad. Right. Like mm-hmm. all of us were feeling it. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, in L.A., they're they're protesting, they're going out. And Selena said there wasn't too much. We may definitely created something, yeah. of, uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. that we momentum here. Yeah. I just know that like. If I were to do an event like that in LA, like just throw it up on Instagram like that mm-hmm. and show up at a park, I don't think it would have been as successful because there's already so much opportunity for that there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, what I was really feeling is that we didn't have anywhere like that here, like where you like, mm-hmm. you know, just and I already myself had a ton of art materials I could provide. I just put it all out the there for donations yes. and a lot of people donated. I like a lot that. of people wanted to, to see. Yeah. Yeah. I probably got like eight hundred dollars of donations. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and so I just dope. I just came through with like bins of 
art material, yeah, poster that. boards, I remember. paint, markers, yep. whatever you needed to like express whatever you were feeling, make your posters for the protest, make your signs. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember there was beautiful energy. We were doing picture frames for an altar, like if you yes. wanted to honor someone's life. The, you know, the big, the march that we did, the east side to sea side, that's where yep. you guys did that beautiful altar, which yeah. everyone that was involved in that did an amazing, beautiful job. Like, till this day, it's but still talked before about. before that, it yeah. was like the poster making for, like, you did the poster making event the day after Mariah did her the first prayer oh, protest yeah. at oh, Central yeah. Park. Oh, yeah, Mariah did the prayer, yeah. and then she made an altar. Yeah. And then, I did, you're right, I did that the day after. I a- met her the night before, mm-hmm. and then... After those two events, we decided to help. With, we I decided to be a part it. of the East Side to see <laughs> so that. What you 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 did? You brought some stuff. Yeah, I, remember, I that's when I met you because you were like, "We're gonna be out there all day long." And I try to wake up early to like make breakfast burritos, and then it just didn't happen. Dang, and I was been like, so nice. nah, I'm gonna go get pan dulce <laughs> because that's the next best thing." Yeah. <laughs> Still good, right? Yeah, that's how I felt. That's it was so funny. Like early afternoonish, or I mean, early morning, mm-hmm. late afternoon. <laughs> Late morning, early afternoon. God damn. <laughs> so you started making like the shirts. Did you start making shirts by then now too? Or were you just kind of starting? Because I know, you know, Sam and I have the original Selena's California. Oh, yeah. From like five yes. years ago. And I have like a little hole of mine hey. that I'm not going to fix because I know it's the original one. <laughs> How cute. I don't have mine from five years ago. I thought you no. got one five no. years ago. Yeah. No. So when I was here before... One. Yeah. After I moved on from college, it was really funny because I met you up at Dover's. Hey, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I like Shout out Old Town Salinas, <laughs> uh. Kingsden for life. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I was never, <gasps> dude. Cat, Sad girl. I've been kicked man. out of that bar twice. That's like <laughs> me. Yeah, this is me. I always like what would run she? out drunk, and um, wanna... Pat would find me at High Miss. Mm. You know it was a good time. Of course, like, you would go to. Where Hymas. else is there to go? Yeah. <laughs> also, another place that I have not partied or been. Well, you will. When's I'm the, sure. It's karaoke one. night. COVID. Karaoke night. Well, now I know that there's karaoke. I have a karaoke list going on. Now. That's what's. It's so good. It gets <laughs> so interested. good in there. No, five years ago when I moved home, it was just funny because I was so lost and I got like a um, teacher's assistant kind of job, like part time. And I just really didn't know what I was going to do with myself. I was, I was like, yeah, I'll just make this time, dedicate this time to making some work. And this opportunity, my coworker was printing shirts and he kept like just talking to me about it. He had a screen printing. He had a printing press and he saw this like a uh, press go up online for like $400 and it was like a four color. I guess I should add whatever. I just, you know, I talk. <laughs> it's like $400 uh, printing press. A four color printing press and the guy obviously like didn't know what he was selling because it's worth a lot more it included everything like inks and even the heater the drying unit i just went for it i was i literally i remember it was such a gamble because i only had four hundred dollars in my account uh, and i was like, like one of those ones yeah i was like how could I like pass this up? And I had to like, I had taken printmaking before and I understood screen printing, but I really did have to just like reteach myself and learn in college so much. Yeah. I took it in college. I I was able to take like one class, Mm -hmm. but it was like crowded and I wasn't ready to be honest. It was taught by this amazing guy 
Tony Zapita, mm-hmm. just like a printmaking legend in LA. Dang. And I was like 19, 20 when I took it. And I remember the w- the work I made was like very lame. It was like <laughs> cool. Very lame. Like, yeah, it was like all right. <laughs> but like if I had that opportunity but at I, this time, it? it would be a lot different. Gotcha. But do you feel like it was very lame? Like because it was very lame or it was very lame because you were young comparing it to like a legend of <laughs> like, LA no, maybe no I think but like young like I would tell like any 18 19 year old about to get their first tattoo mm-hmm. like don't like you're <laughs> like you, you know you, like all you. your first ideas are the worst they're terrible <laughs> just like, don't do it <laughs> no do it definitely do it so, so that you could see it on paper and you could learn yeah. that it probably wasn't the best because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're gonna grow from that you're gonna be like yeah. all right it was growth why didn't i see this was hella lame now that i really really see it it's fucking lame dude yeah <laughs> I but then I too. um I I'm, drew that Selena's lettuce and mm-hmm. put it on the screen and damn it just really hit for and I'm grateful Hell and yeah, I'll never you. sell that image ever I'll I'm gonna have they own asked that. you or no I just know like um I'm sell I'm starting to sell more in town at different shops and stuff mm-hmm. you know and like I know I could like mm-hmm. you can sell the image to like a company or something like that yeah. And I just know, like, I and I have done that with, like, my drawings, like, commissions, things like that. But, like, the Selena's lettuce that I drew, I'll never, like, give up. That's that's the one that is. It's mine for life because I love it too yeah. hard. No, and, like, who are you going to leave it to when you Probably my family, right? We'll smack it on a lonchetta. <laughs> oh, that'll be <laughs> That's, yeah, if you give it dope. to me, I'll let your family borrow it for a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Man, and it's been a whole learning curve since then. Like, um, and yeah, I, I went to I factory to you to get the shirts to get the shirts. Like, did five you go to ago. the one on the east side? Next I sure to did. I sure yep. did. Yep. Yeah. I, sure I, I was just love like you, and I love that we have that on record, and it will live on the inner uh, in perpetuity forever. <laughs> the family bargain next to the Monte Mar is where Ariel Mar got her t-shirt business started. <laughs> yes, that's real. In Salas. See, it's Selena's. East that's Salas. what makes Selena's. That's yes. what makes us. Yes. Inside. <laughs> I'm all like, okay, and girl. And people were buying it. It was great. And then... uh and then I moved back to LA. I decided, like, I was teaching here. I was printing here. Can I ask Things you a were question? going well. I'm going to interrupt you. Did anyone tell you, you're so stupid? Why did you spend that 400 your last $400 on that printing press? Nah. No, no one did. But to be honest, I get a hard enough time in, like, everything else. Like, oh, okay. Because I want to be like, and now look at her <laughs> yeah, now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbors. That was what My mom's it. neighbors. They think I'm, like, something. I don't know. That's what popped it off. <laughs> I'm huh? all looking like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that huh? Was that what? popped off like your independent hustle what do you mean when you like the t-shirts oh yeah yeah because before that i was doing like commissions i was drawings and paintings Mm -hmm. um i stopped doing the shoes that's that's the that's the fancy white people thing huh what is commissions it's cool thing honestly it's stress for me (laughs) just i don't want to like totally like knock it because I should embrace it more. It's like a nice thing, but like, um, we're trying to commission you to do the oh, I know, yes, logo, you feel yes. me? And I want to see. It's just hard to like. I'm try- like to balance that with it. But see, I, I keep on throwing it out there just because I'm we're manifesting, just trying to manifesting it, it to you. And, and I feel like one of these coming. days you're gonna yeah. be like in the zone or whatever. Gonna Something's gonna come to you. Just don't give up Mark. on me. That's yeah. all I can say. Girl, you're gonna jot it down real quick because I'm like. 
right now, for example, I just got this studio, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, old downtown. I'm yeah, very yeah, excited yeah. about it. We're so proud this of This is you. like the first time my press has been secure, like under a roof, not... Four walls. Yeah, like not subject to like weather or like extreme conditions. Yeah, Yeah, like, oh my God. And after that, even though, even if it's been under a roof before, it was like my friend's balcony, my friend's garage, Mm -hmm. like all these other kind of circumstances. Right now, my studio that I literally just got is like a very secure, stable place for my press and all my things. And I'm almost like nervous. I'm like anxious because I feel like the I'm proverbial so rug excited. is going to be pulled out. Somehow from I'm like, where's the bad? Like something's going to go wrong. That you're just waiting for it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm on my toes. Is that the Selena's curse? What I is like that? I'm on my toes. I'm yeah. just like. Me too. Something's bad's going to happen. I'm like, no, nah, I know that's due. Nothing's bad. Yeah. It's just that that's due. But when everything's like paid. Good. And yeah. And I'm like, what's, yeah. what's Today I was printing and it was like smooth. Nothing, you know. Yes. None accounted for any. Oh. You know? <laughs> and so I'm excited. I feel like this, in a way, is like a beginning. I mean, I bought my press five years ago. I've been at this art hustle. I mean, I started college 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I just turned 30. So I'm just like, but in a way, this is like the beginning, you know, because I just. And it's not going to stop from there. You already know it. I'm scared. <laughs> and it's okay to be scared. I but learned you know that. What? It's totally okay to be scared because if you're not scared, then there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. that means you're not aiming high enough. Exactly. Yeah, girl, I'm excited. And I've told you, and I will admit this now. There's nothing else, mm-hmm. dude. You when know, I was in elementary with you. I was hella jealous because you can draw. And look at you now. And I'm so proud of you. Mm. Honestly, you're a great person in and out. And whoever hates on you, like, <laughs> I'm all, that's a little birdie away. Like, bye, bye, bye. Like, instinct. Yeah. Okay. Like, like no. Yeah. <laughs> no. The harder we so work, proud. the less we care. About exactly. Shit, like, who know? gives a fuck? Yeah. But, like, the drawing that stood out the most, and I think you and I have discussed this a lot too, mm-hmm. you and me, Sam, was your Black Lives Matter mur- uh, mural. Yeah. Mural. So I'm saying it right. Mural. Esa cosa. Right. Yes. So that was like, it started out something small, but it ended up, how big was it that you, the, the canvas? It was like, because it was long. I remember being it long. Yeah, it was probably like three, I want to say it was like three by five foot paper. Uh-huh. Rough. That roughly. Was- that was um, pencil? Or? Pencil, yeah. yeah. Just like, all pencil, right? All pencil. Pencil on paper. Such on detailed work. Beautiful work. How everything was to the dotted, everything. And it was just... The shading, I It was feel beautiful. Like just punto really, final. It was that's beautiful. A, yeah, I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. I wish... I like feel like all this work I'm doing is to like get myself to a place where I could just dedicate my time doing that. Just drawing and painting. It just mm-hmm. takes more time... And right now I'm just like trying to establish, but like that was one of the most beautiful times of my life of where I just spent six days drawing. Time was wow. like full like, day, like literally every time day. was like not even relevant. Like I would stay up till like six in the morning drawing and mm-hmm. then sleep for a few hours mm-hmm. and then like go back to it. And I was just in this motion of drawing and I was just like chewing through pencils and I just had so much I wanted to like get out because I was just feeling everything yeah and it's just like all I can do you know like it's all I got I was just thinking about my friends like if not to like bring it back on me but like if you I the only thing I can have been able to give at this until this time in my life is art so like some of my friends just have like so much art of mine Mm -hmm. because it's all I can show of like my feelings or my love or like anything like that. And we that. love that. We appreciate the that. that people, <laughs> yeah. The way that abuelitas give their love through food. Ariel yes. Mar gives her love through art. Yes. And love 
I do. And that really came out of me. And it was also really special because it was for the gallery in LA that I'm just a huge fan of in mm-hmm. Boyle Heights, like self-help graphics. And on. And then the thing, though, is like I did want it back. <laughs> and I and I put the price. I should have put the price higher. I thought it was high. I don't even want to talk about it because I feel like I could have sold it for a lot more than it sold like right away. Mm-hmm. And then the thing about that that I was just looking at in this book, too, because you got a book about pop art here. And it's like, damn, some of this art I have not seen because it gets immediately sold to, like, private collectors. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's just a thing of the art world. I wanted that piece for to be in a public space. That's what it was meant for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it had so many elements. It had everything that happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it was sold to a private collector, so hopefully it's appreciated. A nice little home above a like dining room somewhere. table, I guess. <laughs> Instead wow. of the, having the I table, just, like the Senna, there's a picture I, of Ariel's Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, I think about stuff like that, and I think about, like, the history of paintings and art. And I, I there's a very important mural that was going to be tor- it was painted at a private home in pacific palisades in la and it was about to be torn down and someone recognized it to be a tamayo and the city of la in conjunction with the santa barbara museum of art raised a million dollars to privately transport that from that private residence in pacific palisades to oh, the santa barbara museum of art because they realized like how significant a See. piece of art that is mm-hmm. and that was in obviously on a in a private home and it was you know what i mean it was yeah. about to be turned out torn down because someone didn't know the history of it and you know what i mean stuff like that and it could have been lost forever Amazing. i hope that this is not lost forever y'all mm-hmm. like yeah those things that private collections like that it's such it's such a thing like hitler like his mission part of something he did was like he stole a bunch of sorry guys I know like he just <laughs> everyone turns around and goes, wait a minute how do we go there uh, but tell it I want to know oh, just what I know is that he stole all, all the world's finest art and he hid mm-hmm. them in caves or like, like bunkers his, yeah, on the bottom and right, yeah. they were discovered but unless anyone discovered that he did that those the Mona Lisa like they would be lost, lost forever. forever. Like, yeah. like Hitler stole the most important artwork in the world mm-hmm. as a part of his like uh whatever terrorism. Yeah, terrorism. <laughs> like art is valuable. It is. Isn't it so it special? Is. Incredibly valuable. And I know this because when the Spanish came to conquer Mesoamerica, mm-hmm. they destroyed it all. They destroyed the art. They destroyed the codexes. Yeah. They destroyed the temples. Anything and language. That, that exactly. Communicating. It's telling stories. Yeah. It's important they to try, humanity, but, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like worth it. I'm all over the place every day, but like, yeah, like some people care a lot about it. Some people could give a shit. Some people notice it, recognize it. Some people don't. I love my favorite is just like people buying like cheesy stuff you know like yeah you know i love what i learned in la is people with a lot of money still need to be told what to do which is like where we kind of like as creatives like can come in and be like pay me a lot of money and i'll tell you how to make your kitchen nice which is like true to the and relevant to this podcast anyone listening like pay me a lot of money i'll make your kitchen nice 
Or your living room. <laughs> or bedroom. She's not like anything. <laughs> but that's awesome, dude. I'm so proud of you again. And is there any, other than the awesome studio that you just opened, and I know you're still doing shirts and you're doing, the to- are you still doing tote bags? Yeah, tote also, bags. I, I have yours, the police brutality one. I take every day to work with my notebooks and everything. And I see every time when I pass by, like to my desk in the back, white people are just like daring the shit out of it. And I'm like making sure, like, can you read yeah. it? Can you see it? And I'm I all like, that you know, image. It's, I'm so proud it's of so that strong. one. It's so strong. Yeah. It's an effectful one that people are like, oh shit, you know? And it's true it. and police brutality today, right yeah. now. Of the art that you sell, what's one of your favorite images? Can you pick one? No, I have a few. I mean, the Selena's one, probably one of yeah. my just like tops. The sad girl just is still what's holding true. What's the one you true. sell the most, do you think? The Selena shirt, the Selena 100%. And then this. The, the space cactus here is like getting a lot of attention. Yeah. yeah. I'm all looking at it. One. I want it. It's Yo, cute, huh? Do you like this color? I actually do. Shirt. I don't have a yellow one. You know one. what? You Mustard? said you were thinking about doing it on blue. I'd be into that. Wait a second. A blue shirt? A, I was like thinking blue, blue ink on the mustard. Blue. But are you talking about on a blue shirt? I was thinking a blue shirt. Because if you get the like right Dark color blue, blue. blue. I'm not you, anything but Dodger blue. Because you're not going to catch me motherfucking dead in Dodger blue. Oh, come on. The hate that run there is a, no players. hate in me <laughs> runs deeper than my hate for the dodgers damn i don't really care for baseball but pat's a giants fan and my uh, parents are dodgers yes. fans so i'm just in uh, the middle oh, wow no. yeah so I i'm right not. there so when the dodgers won my mom was giving pat shit and he was like gonna show die. me the messages you know what i tell older <laughs> latinos too what self-respecting older latino is an actual dodger fan when the dodgers came in they ruined chavez ravine which is a historically and predominantly thriving latino neighborhood and they came in and built their fucking <laughs> they wouldn't temple even listen to, to you. capitalism it's all about the dodgers for the baby longest time I there were no latino dodger fans in la because they ruined that neighborhood and it was when fernando valenzuela right i don't even know what to say like, that when he came everyone in, i like, love is a yeah. Dodgers fan down there, Terrible. not up here. My brother's oh Giants. Oh my god! Like, it's like a clash between there. family and like, but like, it is so fun to root for the Dodgers in L.A. I oh my! And when the Dodgers man. or the Lakers uh, lose, uh, the fucking, whole yeah. city is sad. You yeah, feel it no, like yeah. heavy. When the and Dodgers don't yell, lost, don't yell. <laughs> when the Dodgers lost, I was bumping Mac Dre on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh my bitch. goodness! <laughs> well, I'm a Laker fan. This is Chiquita. You know that. I I've been a Laker a fan. Fuck. Number eight was always Mike. My boy Kobe, always. Yeah, that was R. why R. I started playing basketball so with you guys. Yes, that's the reason why my I'm mom only, was our coach. You remember that? Me. She and scares I, she everyone. The shit out of me. <laughs> and then I always remember this when we played basketball. I don't know what grade we were in, but my mom and Stephanie Castro's mom got kicked out of our game. How nice. we're talking shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> they Hell got yeah. kicked out. And all you see is your mom looking at my mom. What's going on? Yeah. Just talking hella more shit. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, my mom will back you up Hell for yes, sure. She will. I'll like, join that club. I've never been kicked out of a game, but when I would go and root for my godson pre-COVID, I never got into it with another, like, you know, parent, parent or anything referee. like that. <laughs> the referees, oh, the, the, refs girl, the refs got a motherfucking piece of my mind. Yeah, the refs never oh, liked Ariel. <laughs> hell no. The refs did That's not insane, like me. Dude. And you know People what? The got coach, a problem with me. I don't know why. The coach couldn't, like, get give the refs too much so i felt like i had to be their mouthpiece a little bit you know what i mean 
And of course you. Then, who, oh, that's yeah. never loud, right? You're mm-hmm. never loud. No, Ken. not at all. Ken. Um, Ken and they they do this thing where like they tape all of the games and then they put it up on Huddle. It's this like app or whatever. And so they get all their stats and mm-hmm. like, you know, all How this cute. thing or whatever. You can hear me on every fucking game. You're just <laughs> for it. Yes, you can. Damn. Yes. <laughs> and I would love to go back and like watch all the games or whatever. And I'm like, missed foul. Fucking. <laughs> oh my God. I can oh, totally, yes. uh, yeah. Holy you. Yes. I, love that. I was, I'm the, I'm the bitch that you can hear in the background. Like you didn't hear that contact. If you didn't see it, I'm sure you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god plays basketball so that's so, good. <laughs> so yeah. other than that again sorry <laughs> i love it but is there anything like a big piece that you're planning to work on or got asked to work on or we don't know yet we're not supposed to know what are no. you working on currently oh right now i'm setting up the studio mm-hmm. and i'm really excited and i'm just like today was my first day printing in there it's how long two weeks two, two weeks? weeks maybe longer I feel like it's been maybe like a, maybe I don't know, weeks. I want to say like a month and a half. No, I moved in I halfway through the, February, I thought. January. Yeah. Because you're right. Like, we're in the mm-hmm. third week of End of February. January. You're yeah. coming into your fourth week of being there, I believe. You're right. Yeah. Nice. I have a great sense of time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, I've been there like every day. I've been setting it up, like finessing it, mm-hmm. like just. Kind of, it's the first time I've been able to apply this vision that I've had, that I've been developing for like five years. Mm-hmm. I've moved my press a lot, like at least six or eight times. <laughs> and every time I move it, I like um, understand a better way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like this has, this is just like been amazing. And today was my first day printing and I was like working myself up to it. I don't know why I was just kind of getting and but it was just so smooth and I have I've invested in all these printable materials so I'm just gonna spend my time printing and then I'm gonna uh, have a little website drop and I'm hoping post pandemic yes. life is like I'll be able to teach classes up there because there's a nice big space Yay. that could be a classroom and also like just share the studio space I want to like kind of make that upstairs a maker space but we'll see because it's, time can only it's bare bones yeah. right now like a poquito yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love that you. But have I have a strong vision, vision for like because what that space could that be. Girl. Exactly. Manifest the word straight out of girl. my mouth. Yeah. You, I got you. We all yeah. got each other here. This is like the beginning, but I'm very, very excited. I've been working towards this for so long. There's like nothing else for me. And mm-hmm. like, I really we'll feel see. very proud and excited for what's to come for you because the way that you're talking and you're saying this is, you know, you're like, yeah, I know that I'm 30 and, you know, I know you just you're turned so 30. So happy birthday. But, you know, I feel like maybe this is it feels like the beginning because it's a new phase or a new chapter of like you're going to be creating. You've never been this version of yourself before. Yeah, so I've you're been, gonna be creating art from a place that's this new it's person stable. that you are. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. I've been a struggling version of this for ten years, yeah. and like now I'm like a stable version of this. Yeah. So this is <laughs> mm-hmm. like the first time that you're this version of yeah. yourself. I feel like, and I realized in all that community work I was doing that like there's so much more I want to give that I can't even give because I don't even have myself built up to a place where I can give everything i want to give yeah so i kind of pulled back to be like oh i need to just really stabilize myself so that i can be in a position to just give a whole lot more because truly that's what drives me like it half of it 
is about like self-expression and just my what I want what I create and what I want to share but like what's been a drive for me for so long is just um sharing that but also like creating space for other people and allowing other people to feel comfortable to share themselves and their work and also as artists and I see it a lot through teaching which has been such a great experience for me but little kids like get discouraged so quickly you know like and it's just like just all they need is a little bit of encouragement and and also just like knowledge like you know if you're given like crappy materials uh you're not gonna make anything good you know if you're get but like you know given the right materials and the right like hey like use this with this paper and don't use it with this paper like use this with whatever like and it could do this and like just like expanding that in children especially but anyone Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. any person is so good for the human experience like the the human expression like the it's good for you what would you tell an artist that maybe is insecure like what would you tell the ariel of like junior high your, yeah you your, know what i mean ariel now too so like in junior yeah. high i love it because <laughs> i was like make drawing like hearts with stitches and band-aids and like tears <laughs> and it. blood and like oh, skulls yeah it. chemical romance type of stuff <laughs> yes, oh my gosh <laughs> that's, that's what i remember drawing <laughs> A lot of eyes, right? And it's funny because as turkey, a teacher, I see that the turkey for the turkey trot thing or whatever in middle school was the. So that's like one of my. Oh my gosh, I did draw the turkey trot shirt. Yeah, I won. Sorry, I just remember that. Um, but it's such a like classic aerial thing to happen where like I made this drawing and it was selected to be put on shirts for all the like printed and. Uh-huh. I remember, uh-huh. and i spelt uh tur- oh, you turkey did? wrong I didn't even notice that <laughs> and no one noticed no. until it was already printed yeah so everyone just had to live with these like misspelled turkey how <laughs> <laughs> did you spell it with is i it forgot like, the e in there, i was just gonna say that yeah Common no one knew no one saw it just... until you told me like i forgot the e i was like you did i, I was sure like, did i was so i drew all the pe teachers and a turkey like crossing crossing a finish line yeah, and I like that I was so That's focused. The details, people. The <laughs> yeah, details. See? Totally forgot that E. Yeah, totally. sorry. I just remembered that. <laughs> it's okay. It's that's one of my favorite things. I love that. But what would you tell so what your, would you tell yeah, her that your, oh, baby the Ariel. junior high Ariel? Yeah. Who forgot? I'm the all baby e. Ariel. <laughs> Man, what was I even doing back then? I just um I mean, in the in, sense in of, a, like, someone who, an artist who doubts like himself, insecure, yeah, exactly. Well, or push, push literally, literally, literally push through. Like, just push through. If you're making, what you're making, you hate, you don't like, it's, you don't feel it's a representation mm-hmm. of you. It's not what you're trying to say or express. Just get it out of your system because then you're going to get to the place you want to be. Yeah. That, consider that a roadblock. Consider that, like, earwax, mm-hmm. like, gunk. Like, just, you need to get that out. And it takes a lot of patience like that. Be, and it takes a little drive and it takes like a commitment Too many creative people give up for sure. I definitely want to be a person to be like encourage more and more artists to just if you've ever seen exit through the gift shop, which is like a film film about like Banksy, you can see where like that goes wrong in, in encouraging people to express themselves because <laughs> You know, people capitalize on that and manipulate Mm -hmm. it. It's really easy to do. But, you know, I'm here for that uh, authentic version of it. And especially in my hometown, that's where it would mean the most to me. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Thank you for coming and sharing We're super grateful to know who you are. And, you know, I just love you. 
Thank you. I, I always tell you this. And I say this like probably episodes that you've been here with us. And I tell you in person. And when I don't like, I just love you. Like, I know. I just, you're like my the sister. Our love had. is so solid. It it's is. It's just like there. <laughs> it's just. Oh. And I love. And post it. <laughs> that our love is growing. Yes. And I feel so blessed oh my gosh. and honored to have been able to come through to the studio already. Yes. Thank you for being there. That was fun. some time with you. Yes. That was super fun. And I learned some little inside things about Ariel and some of the little things that you do. And one of the things I wanted to share on the podcast is earlier when you were talking about how, um, you know, that the piece that you did for Black Lives Matter and how you were just burning through pencils, Ariel saves all of her pencil stubs. I do. I love them. Yes. <laughs> In a little tin can. Yes. <laughs> um, I hope to have so, that be yeah. a fat collection one day. Yes. That's going to be like. It's going to be in a museum of Ariel exactly. fucking art right there. I'm just stealing the words out of your mouth. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like you now. Yeah. <laughs> I love they're it. going to be in a museum somewhere like the way that people collect, you know, John Steinbeck's things or whatever. Right. Like yeah. this was his desk. They're going to be like. <laughs> These were touched by the hands of Ariel. Oh my God. <laughs> touched by, that's by so Salinas. Fun. Literally. I oh, that's it. funny. Salinas, Ariel. Okay, yes. I, <laughs> I just, I, love I just, I just laid the flooring for my friend Nikki. She's mm-hmm. like pregnant. And I just oh. like went and hooked up her room and Shout my hands. Yes. Yeah, Nikki, we love you. Love you. My hands were swollen. <laughs> and like, I was just thinking like, God, if you kill my hands, I'll have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get those insured for a million bucks, girlfriend. <laughs> but again, yes. I, we see you and I see you. I'm not sure. Like you're the Frida Carlo de Salinas. So oh thank you for God. being here. You're an honor, humble so nice. person, lovable. And everyone that knows you, who you know, are super blessed to have you in their life. So thank you. Mucho amor. That's what yes. I love, love you too. So if anyone oh, out there too. listening is interested in purchasing art from Ariel Mar, uh, contacting her about commissions. Yes, it will. Arielmar.com is coming mm-hmm. soon. But before that, you can contact her on social media, Instagram. Slip through her DMs. She likes yeah. it. What is the Instagram <laughs> handle? I have Ariel Maroon mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. And I also have Ariel Marsh underscore studio. I was like, you have nice. that one still, right? I have that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm saving that for the website drop. Awesome. So, you know, that might be the one. Okay. So, nice. But for now, my low key version is the Ariel Maroon. Okay. Sweet. That's going to turn into like the friends and family. And I'm already a follower. That was <laughs> yeah. going to go private. I like it. That that's where it's there. going. Yeah. That's where yeah. we're headed. Yeah. That's where we're headed. Right. That's so, what I'll be featured when you come to my birthday. Hey. <laughs> hey. So with any of the show, we got to do our, our classic regalos y cargas. There you go. So yes. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Your, <laughs> I love your little face. <laughs> You're so cute, Ariel. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> we'll have, who's starting? I started last time. Okay, I'll start because we won't put that pressure on you. We'll let you. You're you looked a little like deer in (laughs) headlights. It was so cute. I (laughs) love it. Like yeah, (laughs) with wide eyes. Your eyes look like Frenchie's eyes for a second there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyhow. I I was thinking about my what I was going to say for regalos y cargas on the drive over here. And I really feel like my cargas are things that have been happening in my life that I have to push through. But then it ends up doing that work ends up being the regalo. That's mm. nice. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, recently I felt triggered by something that happened. And so I needed to work through some different emotions. Emotions and going through that and working through that 
spread some beautiful uh, writing. So I was, and that is my regalo. And I was very happy to be inspired to make space and to to do some writing. So yeah, so that's so happy for you. I love it. I love your I love your poetry. I still have videos of you when you doing the whole standing up thing oh. and doing. I still have all that stuff. To <laughs> and the bearded bean. Yeah. I miss the bearded bean. I miss child the bearded bean. And I have to take care of my niece. They're like, Shh, be quiet. Hold on, record your mom. I know. I will be I holding her, her with your phone. <laughs> like, hold on. And I'm all going like this. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh my god, hold on. Stop talking. We can hear you, kid. <laughs> love you, baby. <laughs> okay. And then are we gonna still? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm all like lost. Okay. Anyways, well, uh, my regalo. Oh, you then you're both ready. Regalos yes. y cargas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my cargas right now would be work is fucking crazy because we're short staffed and I'm in a new position and it's really hard. And <laughs> I only had two days of training. So I'm still covering the front and I'm doing referrals now, which is a great thing to yes. do. And it's a lot of responsibility. But I got 10 done today. So that was part one. I mean, of my happiness. <laughs> and then uh, me regalo has to be um, I've been still waking up every day to the gym at 530. Good hey, job. Yes. And I've lost Get almost it, over 20 pounds. Hey, girl. You're, yes. Yes. I mean, it's still in my boob somewhere, but I mean, <laughs> my stomach is going down. So, That's poco nice. poquito, it's going. Yes. I love it. How fun. <laughs> it's hard waking up. I'm still doing oh, it, girl. I can't believe you're. Yeah, and I would text like super early in the morning. Lunch. Yes, we do because I do wake up early. It's yeah. like six thirty-seven, and I'll be I'm like texting up. them after I'm out from like the gym. Yeah, exactly. So now we have <laughs> so that time. Cute. Okay, your but turn, yeah. girl. I don't know what my cargas are or is, mm-hmm. but I the regalas is definitely my studio. Like yes. I want to be there all the time, and maybe my cargas is just like my anxiety and like my whatever like i have some fear that this is like disappear which but like i don't think it is because no. i've just like done everything i can to make it happen so yeah the i'm just like i'm in it it's so new it's so yeah. fresh and it's, we are so happy for you thank you i'm yes. thank you that means a lot yeah like, thank you so much for joining us on 831 comadres and being here with us and we love you and of course review us subscribe let us know what subscribe. you want here? Subscribe. Yes. All and that then good stuff. also add your page to Ariel Mar if you want to look for some dope ass art. That's right. All yeah. right. Love you guys. Funny <laughs> jokes too. I'm funny. Bye. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> I love you. Ciao. Adios.